0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley cast her ballot in her state's Republican primary today. As NPR's Sarah McCammon reports, Haley criticized comments former President Donald Trump made yesterday regarding black voters. Speaking to a group of black conservatives in Columbia, South Carolina, Trump suggested his criminal indictments have made him more appealing to black voters, saying, quote, I'm being discriminated against. He also said black voters had, quote, embraced his mugshot. Speaking with reporters after voting near her home on Kiowa Island, Haley said such comments will hurt Republicans in November if Trump is the nominee.
2: It's disgusting, but that's what happens when he goes off the teleprompter. That's the chaos that comes with Donald Trump. That's the offensiveness that's going to happen every day between now and the general election. This is a huge warning sign.
1: Several polls suggest Trump is poised to defeat Haley in her home state. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Republican power brokers in several states in the South say they see an opening to finally expand Medicaid. But despite signals from lawmakers in states like Georgia, Mississippi, and Alabama, change is coming slowly. Sam Greenglass from member station WABE reports.
0: Medicaid expansion extends health coverage to a broader swath of low-income people, mostly funded by the federal government. Just 10 states have yet to take up the offer. But some lawmakers in these mostly southern Republican states now acknowledge their declining billions in funds, while rural hospitals struggle and businesses risk losing workers to other states. Here's Georgia Republican Senator Chuck Hofstetler.
1: The numbers show that we're being penny-wise and pound-foolish if we don't go forward with
0: this. But last week, top Georgia Republicans signaled they won't approve Medicaid expansion this year, though many lawmakers believe the question is not if, but when. For NPR News, I'm Sam Greenglass.
1: Ukrainians gathered in the capital, Kiev, today to mark two years of Russia's full-scale war in their country. NPR's Hanna Palomarenko reports. The demonstrators wrapped themselves in Ukrainian flags and held posters made of cardboard. Many are relatives and friends of Ukrainian POWs in Russia. Anton Tarasov, a fighter with the Azov Regiment, says some of his fellow soldiers have been in captivity
0: for two years.
1: I want to remind people about 900 soldiers of Azov still being prisoners of war going through terrible atrocities uh, in prison. A Ukrainian government group says more than 8,000 Ukrainians, both military and civilians, remain in Russian captivity. Hanna Palomarenko, NPR News, Kyiv. This is NPR News in Washington. More than a week after Alexei Navalny died in a Russian prison, a spokeswoman for the opposition leader said his body has been released to his mother— but she said there is no certainty that authorities would allow a funeral be held the way the family wants and Alexei deserves. U.S. military pharmacies worldwide are struggling to dispense prescription medications after a cyber attack. Colorado Public Radio's Dan Boyce reports some U.S. retail pharmacies have also been affected, and it's unclear when the
2: issue will be resolved. United Health's technology unit. Change Healthcare, one of the nation's largest prescription processors, first reported having issues Wednesday. UnitedHealth disclosed in a filing that a, quote, suspected nation-state-associated hacking group is responsible. A statement on the website for TRICARE, the military's main healthcare program, says Change Healthcare disconnected its systems to protect patient information. Military hospitals and clinics will be processing service member prescriptions manually until the system is fixed. They warn those patients to prepare for delays in getting those medications filled. For NPR News, I'm Dan Boyce.
1: Scientists are trying to determine why New York's Flacco the Owl died. Flacco was spotted often but had evaded capture after escaping from the Central Park Zoo about a year ago. A rescue group found him unresponsive in an apartment courtyard in the Upper West Side yesterday and suspects Flacco had run into a window. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.
2: Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.